Well, howdy, y'all. How you doing? How you doing? It's your host, Lindsay. You are listening to Life Through a Distorted Lens. We are here in Texas in our home. So we are renting it because uh, we wanted to get a feel for the area before we actually bought a home. Um, now, you know, if we had known, I wish we would have bought the home from the get-go, but... Um, it's going to be interesting because our rental is for a year, but we're going to probably very likely going to break that to get our own home and buy a home around here. We love this area. Everyone is so unbelievably nice. Now you guys know I'm from Georgia and I know about Southern hospitality, but not going to lie. I feel like Southern hospitality in Georgia, you'd have to go to like small towns to get like, how y'all doing or whatever, you know, just, making eye contact, sincerely talking to you, genuinely making sure you're okay um, in whatever setting you're going in. But I really feel like that was, again, like I said, a smaller town of Georgia. I grew up in like 25 minutes north of Atlanta, and it was like uh, not a small town at all. But uh, Texas, I got to say, there's a like it's even, even bigger vibe of Southern hospitality it is amazing, and to the point where the first day we got here, we went to, let's see, I'm trying to backtrack, a Mexican restaurant. First off, there's nothing on the doors that says, uh, like, COVID this, we're complying, and six feet. Like, in California, there'd be doors or uh, um, windows in front of buildings, shops, or whatever, that I, I kid you not would have, like, eight pieces of paper pertaining to COVID and regulations and what we're doing as the county or what the county's making it, whatever it, it to the point where I was making a joke where I should, uh, should end like some sort of parody video parody where all, all, all the windows are covered. I mean, so when I get here and we go to the Mexican restaurant, um, just a random hole in the wall place, nothing on the doors about mask or COVID anything, which is like amazing. Um, uh, yeah, but I, what, what was weird and, uh, just like, God, really? was a sticker that said, oh God, Latinx owned. And then another sticker that said woman owned like business. And they were stickers from Yelp. And I'm like, okay, I wish I could have asked the business, like number one is Yelp making you guys put this up or do you guys actually believe in this word and language destruction? It's shocking. I can't believe that it. it's shocking, but then it's not shocking because I know it's happening everywhere in America. Um, but I, it's like trading one demon for another COVID crap. And then the language, whatever, there's just so much stuff happening. But so the, you know, bartender guy was nice. We were just sitting at the bar. We weren't drinking, but, um, he was so nice and just, I don't know how to explain it. They're just, you know, um, here you go, sweetheart. I don't, I didn't say sweetheart, but young lady, just like nice. It's like small gestures that I think that it's really easy to take for granted. And maybe that's. I don't know. I'm not going to say that it's like this nice everywhere in America um, because I've been to quite a few states and this is just like stunning. So one of the guys at the bar, we got to talking and I was like, be real with me. How bad has the liberalism sunk in its teeth and poison into this area? Because it's a little bit north of Austin. Um, and he's like, you, you wouldn't believe it. You know, he's lived here his whole life and um, not that he got specific about it, but, um, I'm getting an idea from numerous people I've talked to that it's definitely here, but there's also this really awesome stance of incredible, strong willed, natured, proud Texan people that won't let that slide more than it already has. Um, and I want to have faith in that. And I do feel like I do trust that. 
that it won't change because people are very strong-willed and they have va- you know strong values and morals here. So he talked to us all about it. Well, he's getting a lakefront project. Just he talked about how much the, you know the area has been built up in the past however many years. Um, so super nice guy, just you know just shooting the shit. And he was talking about how he had to go to California once and somewhere in, uh, near the uh, L.A. area, Santa Barbara or something. And it was like some bar at the on the beach, and like no one was talking to anyone. And he was like, he had to be there for a week, and it was like the most. It made him like a shut in and lonely. And that it's so true. Like that's what California does. It, it's like some of the most lonely people. And this is not even me saying this. One of my OBGYN lady talked to me about that, and we you know just had a real talk. And she was new to the area. And um, anyway, just you know, people don't make eye contact. No one says hello. Uh, no one says thank you for holding, if someone holds a door open for you. And he was like, I held a door open for like a family of 14 people at some restaurant and not a single person said thank you. Um, you know, it's, here's the thing. People don't do gestures to get a thank you. Uh, it's just like, it's common courtesy to be like, thank you. Thank you. I, I am recognizing that you exist and that you're, you're doing something nice to another human. And I want to sincerely thank you. And it's, it's just not hard to say thanks at all. You know, that ignoring of another human is so real in California. My God, we lived in that apartment complex for six, seven years, and I never even knew my neighbors until the last week when we left, which is hilarious, and that was actually amazing. The neighbor that we had, you know, I had animosity with, we got, like, uh, really sincere conversations, and she helped us out tremendously with uh, the whole pod being in our parking space. We had to have other parking spaces open, because when you rent a pod, you have to have both spaces open or, you know, where the pot is going and then the one to the spaces to the side. Just, so, you know, all these neighbors pitched in to help us out, and it was just a, a real blessing because Yuri and I have prayed so hard about having, uh, you know, the move go smoothly, as smooth as, smooth as it can, and it really did. It's, it's beautiful to see God work his magic, really. Um, so let's see. Yeah, that guy was talking about how, you know, how lonely it was, and finally someone came out of the bar and sat next, uh, next to him. Again, I'm going back to the story with the guy that we talked to in the Mexican place how he had to stay in California for a week. And someone finally sat down and was like, how you doing? And, you know, I think he was like, where are you from? You know, the, the guy we're talking about. And the guy said he's from Texas. It's so funny. Uh, so let's see. We stopped in Lordsburg, New Mexico, a really tiny town. But it's the one hotel, Hampton Inn. They allow cats, which is great. I never knew that. Never had to, you know, travel across the country with three freaking cats. Um really nice hotel and it's, it's just interesting seeing like the mask who's complying and who's being militant we were eating all naughty on the road and got uh uh god sonic and then what's the other fast food place we ate at i can't even remember now uh oh was it dairy clean no crap i can't remember i think it was sonic again um but you know no one was wearing masks inside there but then there were some people that were at the hotel were wearing masks i don't know it's just like a total mishmash so then uh, we got to Texas late uh, three nights ago, and I'm like, please, God, let the door be open. This area is so safe that you can put your key underneath the mat, and no one's going to, you know, leave your, you can leave your door unlocked. Basically, the homeowner left the key under the mat, and that's how we got in. Uh, the home is so much bigger than we imagined, but then again, you know, living in a small apartment, anything's going to feel huge. Um, yeah, so let's see, back down to the conversation with a guy. Um, I should like look back at my Instagram. I didn't post much. That's the only way I can remember like my track record of where I went and what I did. Been thrifting like crazy. Uh, I've always done thrifting. I We don't have the budget to uh, uh, like shop at like Ethan Allen or fancy 
I don't know, big name stores. Like I don't even want to hit up Target for furniture or any of that shit. Um, so it's incredible. The thrift stores here, you know, there's Goodwill savers. There's this one thrift store I went to today, uh, because the Goodwill I was in today, the lights went out, like the, all the power went out and the lady immediately in the front was like, all right, everyone to the front of the store power's out the computers are down. And I was like, all right. So I just left and the Petco next door was, uh, power's out too. I asked the Petco guys, like, is this normal? And they're like, no. So then I went to that thrift store and it was just like a kind of a hole in the wall, way cheaper than Google or savers. Um, you know, just getting shower curtains. What do I get at, at thrift stores? Let's see. Really nice rugs actually at that like um, charity thrift store, which also had like a baker's rack full of bread for, you know, for free um, from their grocery store here. It's called H-E-B Heb. And I was like, wow, like muffins and pies and stuff like totally for free. And I was like, that's amazing. So let's see. I got a rug, shower curtain. Um, uh, I don't remember now, but let's see. I got this incredible red couch, uh, from savers. And I was like, oh, this is a cool color couch. Wow. It looks like leather. Wow. The feet are really cool. $15. It was $14.99. I was like, I am effing buying this. It's, it's an Italian leather couch. Um, I'm obsessed with it. It is unbelievably comfortable. It has wear and tear on the seats, but I'm like, I don't care about that. I don't mind. I like the whole shabby chic look anyway. I don't like buying brand new stuff because it's just going to get torn to hell or stained or ripped anyway. I'm not the most clean, um, person, you know, I'm a painter or artist. So there you go. Go figure. But that's enough said. Um, I don't know. got a random pottery barn storage thing. Just, just random stuff. Um, I love picking and choosing things. We still don't have a bed. It's been three days. Uh, but we've been sleeping on the, uh, sleeping bag and, uh, like self-inflating pad thing we got from REI before we left. We're going to just, we, we have not time and that's like a whole, you know, couple hours of looking for our beds. So we're doing that this weekend, but yeah, the whole, you know, the people here are just so stinking nice. You know, we went to Sprouts and I chatted up the, uh, cashier person and I'm like, Oh, we're new to the area. And they're like, where are you from? And I was like, you know, and most of them know that the bartender at the Mexican place was like, uh, California. It was funny. Um, and they were like, you know, I, I don't know. I was just like, I'm not here to change your politics. In fact, I agree with y'all's politics here. And they were like, oh, I don't know. I just, I'm trying to remember the conversations now. I wish I wrote them down. Just so nice. They're like, well, we're happy to have you. Um, all right. Now on to the Clippy story. So the first day, um, was it? Yeah, the first day, you know, we're, what were we doing? I don't even remember. Oh, I came back from a Goodwill run of getting stuff and my husband was helping me bring stuff in. And, um, all of a sudden, no, we're, we got all the stuff in and my husband's like, where's Clippy? Clippy's our orange cat that we got. I don't know. I guess we got him like almost a year ago. You know, I was, um, fostering him and he's basically a, a quote, you know, a foster fail, which means you foster an animal and you wind up adopting it. Um, so I was like, I don't know. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I bet I know where he is. He usually hides in the, our closet over here behind my suitcases on the floor. Go and look and he's not there. I mean, we looked everywhere and, you know, if you have animals, you know that feeling, the panic starts setting in. New house, uh, new area. There's like loud noises. The cats aren't quite used to the house yet. Clippy is very scared of like noises and anyone that he hears in the house, that's like a new voice. He'll, he just, he's like, Oh hell no. Nope's out of there. So I'm like, Oh my God, is this seriously happening? Did, did, is he really gone? I'm like, no way, dude. I'm like, did he get out? Did you close the front door when you were bringing stuff in? Did I close the front door when I was bringing stuff in? 
So we start backtracking and being like, I was over at the kitchen sink, you know, putting this away. You were bringing this in. Was the door closed in? Did you, and he's like, my husband was like, I never saw the door open at all. So I'm like, well, where the hell is he? I mean, we looked everywhere. Um, there's this area underneath the kitchen sink and the cabinets that we've seen him before. And he was like, well, you didn't see him when he bent down to look. And I was like, no, he wasn't there. And he was like, oh, I just saw him there though. So we are freaking out. At least I'm freaking out. Um, I go outside and I'm like clippy. So I'm like, oh my God, we have to start looking for him. He's not in this house. And my mom is like, oh, make sure you check boxes, you know, moving boxes. I'm like, we didn't bring any moving boxes, uh, you know, because we did had zero space for that. There's no like, you know, there's not that, I, I don't know. I thought there'd be like a hole in the wall somewhere that maybe he would have crawled, especially in the sink. And I, I remember specifically getting down and looking underneath the kitchen sink to be like, you know, usually there's holes, whatever, because that's happened before in San Jose. And I'm like, I don't see any holes or anything where he could have gone. So I'm like outside and frantic mess. I'm like bawling, crying, like hardcore. I like sat on the floor in our closet and was just crying. I was like, oh my God, I, of course I'm blaming myself because I'm the one that went to Goodwill and came back and opened the door. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, I just can't believe we just got here. And I've been so thrilled with getting here in this area and everything's so beautiful. Now, you know, all the stuff I bought is going to have the memory of me losing Clippy. I don't even want to, you know, own that shit anymore. Um, I know it probably sounds dramatic, but um, it's not, I don't think it's dramatic at all. So I'm, you know, outside I meet like half my neighbors, you know, I'm basically any person I see, I'm like, hey, if you see an orange cat, please let us know. We just moved in and we lost him. And they're like, oh no, some people were like, oh, we have an orange cat. You can have him if you can't find him. And they're laughing. And I'm like, dude, I'm not in any mood to start like laughing at all. I, I was just like, I mean, I'm not expecting people to like understand and be as sensitive as I am, but I'm like, why? I'm not making jokes about this shit. Like I, this cat is very skittish. I have no idea. I'm like, there's so many, of course it's the afternoon when everyone's off work and there's so many noises like, uh, leaf blowers, lawnmowers, cars, uh, kind of close to where we live. There's like this, uh, main road kind of, and it's loud and it's kind of like the wilderness over there too which is close to where we are. And I'm like, oh my God. So, you know, no one had seen him. And we're walking down the street, um, come back inside and look again. I, I couldn't believe it. I hopped this fence next to our backyard and looked all around there. Um, you know, met, met more neighbors. Like, but as my face is a wreck, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm a wreck right now. Um, and they're like, oh, hi, we're blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not gonna remember that because I'm freaking devastated. Um, I bring out some cat food and I start like tapping the top of the cat food thing to be like Clippy and I hear this meowing and I'm like, oh my God, Clippy? And then this fucking black cat jumps down from the tree and is like, hello, will you pet me? And I'm like, oh God, I definitely thought it was him. So I don't even know. This went on for like an hour and I'm like, wow, you know, my husband hugs me and is just like, uh, you know, we'll get through it. Um, so I, you know, my mom is very nice and texts me and my friend Ellen, um, stuff that I kind of already knew, but. Um, you know, if you lose an animal, they usually don't go more than three houses away from your home. Uh, leave cat food. Um, I left, uh, the soft cat food, my jacket, um, in the garage and have the garage propped up like a foot off the ground so we can come in the garage at least. And my mom said, keep a litter box out in the garage too for familiar smells. Um, I'm like, God, he hasn't even gotten used to the area. Like, I don't even know, you know, I don't, I just don't know. I know cats a lot and in their nature, but I don't know about that, how, how well they'll find their way back. I don't know. And it was getting dark. And I, well, I know that during the day, if you like 
it's common that if you call their name, they won't meow back because that'll give away their spot. And they're basically terrified and they don't, you know, they're, oh, become a wild animal really. And they try to hide. So they'll usually come out at night. And so I was like, well, we're going to have to like go eat dinner because we haven't eaten dinner yet. And then I'm going to go out, um, you know, once it's quieted down and it's darker. So then I'm outside, like just sitting on the front porch step, like so numb, like tired, hungry, thirsty, just I cannot believe we lost him. He's our baby. Like, he's so funny and adds so much life to our family. And I don't know. It was just, I couldn't believe it. Like, did I already tell about the story about how Clippy jumped on the tree and I got locked out of the house? Damn, I, I don't know. I'll tell it again if I already told it. I don't think I did. I? Hmm. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll tell it again in a second. But I'm in the front porch step and my husband calls me and he's like, get inside. And I, that, you know, I'm pretty sure I know what that means, which means he found him. I go inside and he's in, I'm like, where are you? He's like in the kitchen and he's bent down and Clippy is sitting underneath the kitchen sink in this like, you know, shelf where there's a corner in there and just chilling. He's just chilling, just chilling. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, what the fuck? And then I look up and I'm like, oh my God, I think he jumped up in the uh, you know, there's two tiny drawers that I think, I mean, I, not even, I think I know he like climbed up into there. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell between my husband and I, we both looked in, underneath that sink like six times. So I was just like, you motherfucker. I just couldn't believe he was inside the whole time. And I'm like, I was a mess. And oh my God, I was so upset. I just was like, what? We just got here. And we just lost our cat. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. What the fuck? So th- that was, oh my God, a, a whole interesting ordeal. So <clears throat> later that night, our neighbor next to us came and knocked on our door. And I was like, oh, you know, we found our cat. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like trying to recruit me to a, they're like, she's like, there's a, we have a, you know, local next door Facebook group. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, where they just, I don't know, community events and stuff. And uh, I'm, I mean, I didn't tell her this. And I, I understand the gesture, but I don't want to get to know a community over, uh, you know, digital platforms. Like, first of all, that's how drama starts and people start gossiping. And for knowing myself and how, you know, snarky or funny or sarcastic I can be um, when I type stuff out online, it never translates. Like, I, I, and I don't even expect people to get it, but I'm like, people, I feel like people can misunderstand what I, what I write. So I'm like, I'm not built for these things. And I would much, I'd rather mega not want to start out like an impression online. I just hate online communities, dude. They always go to shit. Next door is garbage anyway. Um, like I was, I got a, a warning because I was talking about vaccine and how, how bullshitty they are. And they're like, make sure you read this and then click here that you, you agree. Um, and then you can start using next door. I'm like, I don't even, I only want to use next door to buy and sell stuff. Um, and then I got this message. So that I, I don't know. I fell for the trap uh, basically because like, oh, community. And I posted the whole clippy story on the next door thing. And I get this message from a lady, um, and it's like, hello, welcome to the next door neighborhood. I volunteer as lead for our neighborhood. She capitalized lead, which means I help new members get started. And I also review posts and reply to things and, and replies to keep things neighborly. Don't hesitate. Contact me if you need help with anything. I'm like, so you're a post Nazi and you, you like keep things neighborly. I'm not buying that. I'm like, so what? I don't like that at all. It sounds like you're like ready to censor someone who doesn't, you know, think the way that you do. I'm just like, hell to the fucking no. This was the nail in the coffin of uh, me not, definitely not using the next door app for these, this community. I could care fucking less. People are just, I'm just like, oh my God, no. 
And then she's like, we use Nextdoor to share information about the neighborhood. Like this, is, I understand use Nextdoor for like neighborhood, community events, swap and sell stuff. I, I get that. Um, and then she's like, a good place to start is to personalize your profile and adjust your settings for notifications and privacy. This will be a, this will be a better, more vibrant community if we all contribute. So go ahead and post on Nextdoor to ask a question, recommend a local business, or share useful information. Then check out useful sections for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm going to use the, the app on my own discretion. I'm like, are you even a human? It sounds like she's a fucking bot, like trying to like, here's what you, first of all, I don't bode well with people being like, you should, you do not should do this. You know, I'm like, I'm not, no, like I'm not going to put my main, I'm not going to put my real photo on a next door thing. I don't, people don't need to know my fucking face. They don't need to know my whole life. I'm like, no, you know, I see this message and I'm I'm like, no, um, I'm not going to say thanks. I'm just like, absolutely fucking not. And then I got, I got another one. I am a neighbor on the welcome team for our neighborhood and want to welcome you to next door. I'm like, I don't care about next door. I've always, so I've also been on next door for years. I know what next door is. Maybe these, maybe these aren't even real people. Anyway, it's our goal to make next door a valuable resource for our community. It's enhancing a connection to where we, maybe these are the libtards that like infect the neighborhood. Oh my God. To enhance, let's see, enhance the connection to where we live. Uh, happy answer question. As a, uh, Okay, as a, as a good first step, I'd recommend checking out groups and seeing if anything interests you. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fucking, I mean, maybe, like, I don't know what groups even are, but in terms of, like, finding events and stuff, I don't mind that, but, like, talking and discussing things over the internet, over text, absolutely fucking not. I don't know. I think it's just, like, lonely, older housewives that have nothing to do and love drama, so um, hopefully they don't, they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't care, actually, you know, it's, uh, check yourself whatever. Anyway. Um, so our, we got to know our neighbors to the left of us and they're young and um, I feel like I don't want to tell their where they're from, but, um, they're from the South as well. And they're so nice. We got to talking about the area and he was like, when we moved in, we had like eight men from the street, our neighborhood and came and, you know, unload our stuff like that, like super fast. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like just the whole community vibe. And like, not, you know, even though I just read the stuff from next door, which is very like stepward, Stepford Wives, culty, not culty, but just like creepy. Hi, welcome. Just whatever. Um, There is a genuine, amazing community and friendliness here that is, I've never seen it in my life. Like I, again, I'm from Georgia, but I've never had that. I just haven't. Like, so yeah, we got to talk and they, she just had a baby like uh, over a year ago and they're super sweet. So nice. They are connecting us with a realtor. He has like all these power tools we can use and, um, uh, what else? He, was, he like texted me today. He was like, you have packages on your doorstep. FYI, just really nice. Started like a group chat with my husband and I and them too. Uh, and then the, uh, I told you about the lady next door came to recruit me for <laughs> community thing. She's nice. She works for like the, uh, local, um, not school board, but the, you know, city board thing or something. Um, and then the two houses down. So nice lady came over and we talked for a while and she was like, she works for like this food kitchen thing and offered to give us like free lasagna and salad and cannolis, homemade cannolis from the like, um, she didn't, she's not stealing the food from the food drive thing. It's, um, it's basically a community of people that, you know, help people that come out of prison to get on their feet and, and teach them like real skill sets, which is amazing. And I'm like, that's so awesome. So, you know, she volunteers there and they had all this leftover food and it was delicious. We went over there and 
drank wine and listened to their stories. And we got into it about the vaccine stuff. And she's like the same way as me. Like they're fully awake, which is amazing. They're so nice. Their home is adorable. Um, you know, she was, they were like, Oh, do you want a cot to sleep on for my husband? And then she brought it over today and just like really genuinely nice people. Um, I love it. Like, it's just so giving and I don't know, like this is what humans should be doing in the world. And it's all about that human connection. And, you know, at that dinner there, she was, the lady was talking about, uh, look at, I'm not going to use names here cause that's private stuff, but she was talking about, um, how much this whole vaccine crap has really torn people apart and especially families. And, uh, is that the garage door opening? No, it's AC. I'm not used to AC noises. Um, and I was like, yeah, I know, you know, it's just like, some lady she was working out with was like, I, she just boasting and super proud. Like I've gotten the third jab. Yay. Like it is such a cold, like when in the world of the history of medical information is, have you ever, do you ever remember anyone boasting about publicly their medical history? Like proud of it. Congratulations. Like, why are you proud of that? It's so creepy. It's like, I can do really fun, free stuff in society. You're dirty. I told my neighbor about the cat hospital thing and how he just sit outside, like we're the dirty people segregation. And he was like, Oh my God, are you serious? It's funny. Cause I also, you know, try to explain how bad California is and how it made me boomerang swing like hard. Right. Um, and, but I'm like, ah, they're not going to ever understand like what California is like at all. Like, it's just one of those things that no, no one will know because you have to really experience it for yourself. But I just say it's really poisonous and, you know, uh, we were talking about how, you know, CRT and gender crap has also infected the schools here. Um, you know, apparently marching band is really popular here. That's cool. I was like, oh, it's drum line made from, um, towns around here. Apparently, um, not Travis Tritt, uh, oh my God, Willie Nelson grew up around here and, um, or somewhere in Texas, which I'm like, the locals, uh, talk to me about like local stuff. I'm like, Oh, you know, that Lake, right. And this road, I'm like, no, Oh, we just got here. I have no idea where anything is down the road. Once we leave our neighborhood, there's this house that has like five steer. Is this the right word? Steer. Um, it's the one with the long, I guess, or just longhorns. Longhorn. I guess that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Longhorn steer. Like just like poking their heads with the fence and we drove by and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh my God, what? Look at that. Freaking out. That's just like uh, amazing. I'm going to have to take a walk over there and try to pet them if they come to the fence. I will say one, one downfall about this area, or I guess Texas in general or South is mosquitoes. So I was out on the front porch talking to my neighbor for like 30 minutes and I was like, dude, I, I, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I have to go inside. I'm getting eaten alive. So I finally like cut in the conversation. I'm like, are you not getting eaten alive? Like what in the world? She was like, oh, you have to get this thing called a Spartan tube, Spartan something. It's a orange and black long tube that you apparently fill up with uh, warm water, shake it, and then you hang it from a tree and it, it, it sterilizes mis- male mosquitoes. Um, so that's cool. And I was like, does it really work though? And she's like, oh, it works. So I went out and got that today. Um, I, let's see, that started sanding our kitchen table. I was going to do chalk paint because I've done chalk paint in the past. I worked at some really adorable shop in, uh, San Jose, uh, that's closed now. It was called Magpie. It was so cute. It was like boho, um, French stuff, just like a whole eclectic thing. I, I, it was like, 
the store was like me in a store. It was so cute. So they had the whole Annie Sloan stuff. Annie Sloan is the originator, the person who created the chalk paint stuff. So chalk paint is basically, um, you don't have, they claim you don't have to sand or prime any furniture that you paint with it. Um, you just slap it on and you're done. So, you know, I did that for my table in San Jose. It's a cute pink color, light pink. And it definitely, you know, it weathered over time, which I didn't mind because I was like, oh, it adds to the shabby chic look. But, you know, I, I didn't like the fact that I would, if you spill stuff on it, it would like seep into the paint. And it definitely, you know, chipped and scratched over time like crazy. So I found this one article, a blog post chick about being like, this is why I'll never use chalk paint again. So basically, chalk paint's just really easy. I'm very impatient and I, you know, you slap it on and you're done. And it does have a really great look to it. Um that I definitely like, but I'm like, eh, let's change it up. Plus the, the chalk paint is so expensive. She has, you know, Annie Sloan has her signature uh, paint brushes that are specific type that are, I'm not kidding you not, one paintbrush is $50, dude. I'm like, what? I'm, I, uh, I had one from the shop that I worked at and I sold them online years ago. Talk about mega regret. Never sell nice paintbrushes. That was dumb of me. It wasn't dumb. I think I needed money at the time or something. Just I wasn't using it. So, um, so yeah, I'm like, all right. I, you know, our neighbor offered that I can use a sander. I uh, went to Lowe's today to get that mosquito crap, and I'm um, gonna paint it like a light yellow. And I'm like, oh god, I'm like so new to painting anything. I'm like, oh, I'm adulting so hard. Howdy doody. Enjoying the show? Join the rational revolution and unlock extra censored top secret content that big tech finds to be too truthful. Head over to subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and choose a tier or donate directly through PayPal. Type in paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens to donate directly with PayPal. Your donations help me to bring you the truths of the world each and every week. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, on to the show. Uh, got some 123 Zinser primer. Again, that lady's blog post was amazing about painting stuff. Anyway, she was all raving about how I'll never use chalk paint again. And honestly, all of her reasons lined up exactly with my experience with chalk paint. So, you know, got the primer stuff. I started sanding it by hand, and I was like, oh, God, this is going to take forever, so I have to wait for that sander thing. But also... I feel like I could just go ahead and slap the primer on it now because um, I've sanded most of the top stuff off or at least like the tape and like nail polish crap. This table was like abused. It's a cute ta leaf table um, that, you know, you I never knew that's what they were called, but the ones that are like, it's a circular table and there's a line down the middle which tells you that it opens up and you can, they you know, they come with like a wood slat that you put in the middle once it opens up. But if you buy those secondhand or at a thrift store, they never had the wooden slat with it. Um, so we won't be using it like that, um, unless our neighbor can make that from a piece of wood, maybe, possibly. So I'm excited to paint it. I love painting jobs, and, uh, I want to, uh, maybe I should just go at it. Ah, God, I'm so impatient. So yeah, um, I don't know. It's been nice to break away from the doom scrolling. Man, I was doing some massive doom scrolling. It's just, uh, been incredibly busy, you know, trying to furnish the place, but now I'm like, God, are we moving soon again? Don't know how that's going to go. Um or when we're going to do that. Um, let's see. In terms of news, I heard Southwest went back on their uh, vaccine passport mandate thing, which is amazing. And like, that's what happens when enough people stand up to them and they go, oh shit, never mind. 
we're, we're going to um, retract that, which they did. I'm like, this is exactly how you get shit done. Um, stand up for freedom. Whether or not you've gotten the jab, like, it is time. You know, people just don't believe in themselves. It's like, oh, I'm just one person. Yeah, you are just one person, but that, that and so you can still get shit done. Um, yeah. So what else was it though? Uh, um, something about some basketball guy. I've already talked about that one. Kyrie, that's an older news story. Older by like a couple of days. Um, oh, something about, uh, in and out in San Francisco was like, yeah, we're not complying with this mandate crap. And the, the article said it closed down the store. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, Let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at OAN. Da, da, da. I don't know. I'm not really seeing much on OAN, which is One America News Network. It's OANN.com. It's basically not CNN, not Fox, none of that shit, which is great. It's funny how mainstream media is not to be trusted. It's such a bizarre world to live in. You know, I was talking to my neighbor about. You know, why are these people that she knows, she says she knows a lot of smart people that have, are complying now. Like, I can't believe, can you imagine just waiting, not waiting, but holding out this long and standing in your convictions and truth of the whole vaccine thing. And then you're like, okay, I'm being coerced now into it. Uh, that's just freaking terrible. And, you know, she was talking about how her son had gotten the job and she couldn't believe it because he hadn't done any research and. She's like, I can't even talk to him about it. He won't, he won't talk to me about it. It's just like incredible how people that, the people that get the jab are the ones that don't want to talk about it because I'm like, well, because you, you ain't got shit. Like, I don't know. It's just so wild. I think it's a lot of things, but it's obviously showing, showing me who are the real courageous people to put their foot down and be like, no, I don't care what you say. You know, I, me personally, I'd rather be homeless than comply to this crap. Um, and I really, I really mean that, um, Oh, be careful what you wish for. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. It's uh, about freedom and I'm not going to bend the knee to tyrants. That's not, you can't comply your way out of tyranny, man. Give me a break. You can't vote it out either. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. You know, it's definitely a weird time to be alive. Um, I keep remaining, strong and you know your beliefs and keep you know keep remembering to talk to people i think that is incredibly important to make human connections and where you can and um in any way you can you know and just really listen to people and you know there's uh the white rose army thing which i've been doing this stickering uh is a telegram group and you just they give you free art and use a thermal printer and print your own stickers up it's actually amazing there i love their art you know, it's stuff to kind of wake people up and get them thinking. Uh, I've been showing it to people I talk to, and my mother-in-law um, and father-in-law saw him, and they came from a communist country. So I was like, "What is it like seeing this?" And they're like, uh, it, "It wasn't like this, but yeah." It's funny that she had a problem with the sticker that said um, "masking children." It was basically a uh, drawing of two children with masks on. And it says, "This is child abuse," and she was like, mm, "She had a problem with that one." It kind of uh, it like came in conflict with her beliefs. And I was like, huh? I'm not against like, I'm not here to like tell her that she's wrong. And so I just heard her out and I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, she was basically being like, you know, if someone, if a kid has a certain, uh, born with some sort of disease or illness where they're susceptible to getting sick or dying from sort of some sort of sickness, then she understands I'm wearing a mask. 
And I'm like, okay, I don't know, whatever. But I think it's total child abuse. Like it's, it's crucial to have a child, especially in those stages of life, um, learn from facial expressions. And I think like 90% of human connection and communication is done through the face. Um, you know, look, seeing what their mouth does and, uh, (laughs) it's just like, you're only seeing half of the picture when you only are able to see their eyes. And so whenever I see babies now, I make sure to smile and wave at them. Um, cause I think they need to see human faces. So there's definitely a mixture of people, uh, wearing masks here. Uh, but I feel like there's way less people that wear masks. Not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, no one is policing us about having to wear a mask either. Uh, for some, for some reason, the goodwills have, do have the signs in the door that are like, but I, it seems like they're in, they're in the phase. Oh my God, I must unplug this. Uh, they're in the phase that California was in like months ago, which is, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, but if you aren't, then please try to wear a mask. But they're not even like, you have to wear a mask on the signs. It's like very nice to like, if you can, you know, it, that'd be great. Or like in Goodwill, they have like a little, um, take one if you'd like, it literally said, take one if you'd like, not you have to wear this. There aren't people walking around the store holding up a mask going, you have to put this on, put it on. You know, I've seen plenty of videos like that in California. You know, people just let people have their own freedom um, and choice here, which is uh, amazing in the first couple of days. And it's it's never not amazing, honestly, to be able to walk into a store and not have a crazy amount of anxiety. Like, just driving to a store in California, I'm like, God, I don't want to go. Like, it's just, it's awful. I don't like the conversation. It's like, ugh. Um, yeah, just, I also realized how stressful that is and, like, causes anxiety and stress between my marriage just I mean living in um, California just where we lived it's a high stress zone for real and I feel like my husband and I are at such ease and uh, I don't know it's just such an incredible way of life it's like why didn't we do this sooner and I also had a moment today where I you know I'm at Lowe's I'm like god I must almost spent 300 dollars on just like um, hangers for drapes or whatever and um, to repaint the tables, items, and uh, the mosquito trap stuff was that expensive um, to the point where I was like, God, I, I almost regret like spending all those years doing costuming, which is fucking expensive. We, we spent all these, our, like what could have been house expenses on costuming um, where we could have been, you know, putting our house together and making it a beautiful home. Then I feel like we should have done it. We should have done it sooner, like at the age I'm at. Um, we're, I feel like we're delayed in everything we're doing, which is fine. And it's the reality that I'm living in and can't change it. I'm not like, Oh, but it does make me be like, Holy shit. All the money I spent on costuming and going to conventions, driving there, flying, staying there, food, blah, blah, blah is, you know, that adds up, whatever, just a thought, but I'm excited that I'm like past that in my life for sure. It's that whole culture is very, it's not good for the mind. Like I know I'm sensitive, but it's not good for anyone, honestly, like, I don't know. It's way too competitive and and not a good way. I understand healthy competition. I think it's always good to have something to strive towards and have, you know, to be inspired by. But um, I think especially for women, I'm not even, I think it's, well, I I don't know the fucking numbers or science behind it, but I feel like it's just people get really obsessive about it. And the whole fucking, that whole world is so cringe. My God, it is the most self-centered hobby 
like ever, like, you know, you, you think about cosplaying with people or groups of people that'll make you look better and make, make you get more numbers. I, not that I was like this, but I know there's people out there like that for sure. Oh, it's just, this is dumb. It's like, Oh, if I share this person to my story, maybe they'll share me and shout me out. It's just so fucking artificial. I'm so glad I'm not in that crap anymore. So glad. And the whole gaming world is equally as cringe. Talk about tangent. Um, I feel like I've reported, oh, unless I want to tell my Clippy story from back home. Uh, a couple of days before we left, I was like packing up stuff, looking for my earbuds for like a second. And I heard something on the balcony, uh, like somewhere outside the balcony, again, in San Jose, where I was like, what was that noise? So I step outside on the balcony. I look to my, I'm like, where's Clippy? I know he was out here for like a second. I look to my left. He is on the tree, like Velcroed to the tree, hugging it, looking back at me. And I'm like, oh. And then I run outside, close the door, and he, you know, slides down the tree. It was pretty high up. And he almost bolted into the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have one chance to catch this cat right now. He is a skittish cat. I, this, I'm, I'm about to lose him because he's just that skittish. So I go, he runs that way, and I try to corner him or get him to run the other way towards the front of the apartment. And then he starts running, and I, I grab him because I'm like, he's going to, he's going to, it's going to, I can't. Like, there's a main road next to where we lived. It was not good. So I like grabbed a piece of his hind leg skin because I couldn't get a hold of him. Um, so thank God I got him. And then I go to the front door. Hold on. I go to the front door. The front door is locked. And I'm like, no fucking way. I'm outside with a cat in my hand. What am I going to do? And I had just taken my house keys off of my key set in my pocket. All I had on me was my car keys. So there's this uh, Asian lady walking a dog and I'm like, oh my God, Ah, you know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I just locked myself out of my apartment. Do you have an apartment I can put my cat in real quick to like figure it out, to unlock it? And she was like, oh, I just come here randomly the other day and walked this old man's dog. And I was like, fuck. I was like, oh my God. She was like, I mean, I have a car you can put him in, but it's kind of hot. And I was like, no, I have my own car right here, which I never had it over. It was being parked across the street, but miraculously I had it in the parking lot. So I took him to my car and put him in there and I rolled down the windows a little bit, you know, not intentionally holding me in there for more than like 10 minutes. Um, so I go back to the apartment cause I know one of my um, ex-best friends had climbed to the front balcony and climbed over and gotten through the um, sliding door on our deck. Um, but I looked at it and I'm like, I'm not wearing the right. Sh-. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck she did that. I'm like, Oh my God, do you have a ladder to this chicken? She's like a no. And I'm like, Oh, so I used her phone. I didn't even have my phone. That's right. That's right. No, I didn't even have my phone on me. I, I used her phone to call my husband. And he was all the way in Oakland. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to take him forever to get back. So I'm like, fuck. Like, what the fuck? So I'm like, so I was just like, all right, I'm just going to go check the front door. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe it is unlocked. Thankfully, our door was so crappy. Um, it just like flexes and expands over the heat in winter. It's just, you know, it was hard to close. Uh so it wasn't all the way closed, so it just, like, slid open. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, that was... So then I'm like, wait, how do I do this? Do I get, do I get the cat cage out of the garage? I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. So I, got, I grab the house keys and everything, and I go to my car and grab Clippy, like, grab him, you know, make sure I really have him. And he's all like, Mroom. and I bring him in. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, so my husband's always, like, he's always been a stickler about leaving the cats out on the balcony uh, by themselves. It doesn't even matter if it's Clippy or Tony or Juna. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. And I finally definitely learned my lesson. And I was like, don't yell at me. I know you're right, blah, blah, blah. 
And he was like, I'm not, you know, must have been scary. <laughs> so yeah, that was that that whole before we left in San Jose Clippy story. And then we had, you know, the Clippy story I just told you about uh, here in Texas. Here in Texas, I'm like, I'm so happy here. It's just like, there's like rednecks, not not that many, I'm bit, you know, people in cowboy boots, mullets, motorcycles. Um, I just love it. It's just like the happy life. It's just, it's one of those things that, again, kind of like how I was talking about how California, I can talk about how commie it is all I want to people, but they won't ever understand because they just haven't lived there. Um, but uh, where was I going with that? Oh, I, yeah, you know, it's the same thing where I can talk all I want about Texas and how lovely it is. It's just, you have to, you have to experience it for yourself. Excuse me. Oh, it's been a biatch to get adjusted to the time zone. It's not even that, what is it, two hours off? I don't even remember. It's so funny. I changed my location on Craigslist from Bay Area to Texas and it, it visually did an animation of like jumping up out of California and placing the location in Texas. And it was such a huge jump to see it visual like that was like, wow, I, I just can't believe we're here. It's one of those things that I've been, you know, ever since the whole pandemic crap started last year, a oh, beautiful red bird. Um, oh my God, there's like actual nature. Anyway, uh, when it started last year, I've just been feeling so like a bird trapped in a cage or an animal cornered that I'm like, it's just so bad in California. There's no freedom. People Nazi the hell out of you and police you about the mask. People are like virtue signaling everywhere. It's just, uh, it's hell. It's awful. I, it's just bad. It's it just felt very doom and gloom whenever I had to leave my apartment and do anything. It's just, it's just a horrible sinking cloud over my existence here or there in the Bay. So, you know, I was very anxious and we've gotten fights and stuff about us or just me telling my husband, like, we need to get the fuck out of California. Like, you know, I was saying this like over a year ago. I know it's not that easy to just up and go, but, you know, I had such crazy anxiety and uh, like a, a severe urgency to get out of California. And I feel like everyone I talked to that did live in California had no idea like what I was talking about or they like, I feel like I was just like a crazy person ranting about how bad it is there. But I'm like, God, no one. No one really knows. I feel like no one understands, uh, you know, how bad it is. It's just, so it was definitely excruciating for me to wait all that time to move. Cause we talked about moving back in, uh, back in November and we, I thought we'd be moved by like the latest March, April, uh, like by May. So, I mean, just imagine that feeling of like it's, it's past May and we still hadn't moved yet or even like found a place or we haven't really decided we were going to move to Colorado but then we visited there and, um, you know, it's fully libbed hard. It's all blue, flip blue. I don't even know how many years ago, which is devastating because I love Colorado. It's just fucking ridiculous, you know. Um, Boulder area is real bad because it has a college near there. Um, I don't know. It just happened to be where it came down to Texas was looking mighty fine. And I, the whole reason why I didn't want to be Texas because I, I was like, it's too hot there. Now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I will sweat gladly in the humidity. Because I love like the idea of cozying up with snow, um, which was the whole prospect of Colorado. But um, yeah, so we decided on Texas and no regrets, you know, uh, neighbors and everyone's so amazing. And just it's just fucking awesome. It's like chill, slower life beyond belief. Like the first night we were here, I was like, Shh. and we were just still and quiet. And it was dead quiet. Like we're used to, you know, in San Jose it was loud, busy streets, sirens, ghetto birds, which is helicopters, uh, gunshots, 
people screaming, babies screaming, thumping bass, some dude with his like dirt bike, like just, uh, you know, airplanes flying over because we're uh, relatively near an airport. Uh, you know, just noises, you know, upstairs neighbor. Um, but just, it's so, it was definitely eerie the first night being in a big home, not furnished and how quiet it was. It was like, Oh God. Uh, but it's, uh, it is, I don't know. It's just such a peace of mind and body and soul, um, being here. Oh, oh my God. Uh, apparently like an hour before we got to our, uh, residence, in Texas, you know, it was like late at night, I think around midnight or like 1130. And it is, these are like country roads and there are deer everywhere. And there, so we were, we came up over over this little hill and I had, I had waken up and in the left lane, so it's a two lane road and we're, you know, going down the right lane and there's only a left lane. In the left lane, there's a deer in the road facing like our lane, like it's walking across the road and I'm like, oh my God. And my husband's slowing down, but he didn't come down to a full stop yet. And I'm like, uh, I don't think I said anything, but I'm literally readying myself uh, to hit this deer. I was like, we're going to hit this deer. Holy shit. Um, and miraculously at the last second, it uh, bolted and went the other direction that, you know, the side of the road it came from. And I was like, oh my God, like, why didn't you st- come to a stop? And he was like, I knew that you didn't have your seatbelt on because it has a seatbelt light that shows him that. And the cats in the cage would have gone slamming at the front, um, you know, his chair. And, I, you know, that was the whole reason, which was obviously thoughtful. But um, yeah, that's why he didn't come to a slamming halt. Uh, I was like, dude, you have got to get a girl guard because I know my sister lives in Georgia and you know, small country towns and roads had the same dilemma where, you know, they've had, you know, people have had deer go through their front windshield and they had some bad accident that they went through. And you just, you have, if you live in this area, you have to get a grill guard. You don't have to, but it's definitely highly recommended and, or just don't go out driving on these roads at night, um, which is probably impossible, obviously. Uh, so then what happened was there's a semi truck behind us that we were stopping at this like uh, construction road with a, a you know a light that you're waiting for the other cars to come through and then it turns green that you go through. Once we went through that, we let the semi go past us and so we drove behind it because we're like, well, if anyone's gonna hit a deer, it's gonna be this massive semi and rather not have it be us because a semi truck can obviously handle that a little bit better. That was terrifying. I literally, I was like, we're gonna we're gonna hit it. I mean, we're gonna hit it. If the if the deer went forward and kept walking forward, we would have absolutely hit it. Ay ay ay. Um, yeah, let's see. I don't know. Is it a cat? No. You know, people talked about Austin being, you know, pretty bad. They're like, yeah, it's literally California. I, I, I avoid going through there. And, but the younger people are like, oh, no, you know, check out the music scene. And, you know, it has its spots and, um, I guess, stuff to do, obviously. I'm sure it does. But I also don't really feel like putting a mask on and being a little complying bitch. So, you know, I'd rather have my freedom I mean, I'm sure we'll hit up Austin at some point, but also I'm like, who my, who's my hairstylist going to be? Do I have to go to some Austin hipster? Probably. Um, yeah. So that's, that's that for now. I don't, I'm not quite sure what else to report on. I'm, I'm sure there'll be something where I'll forget where I have like these excellent conversations with my husband. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to remember to talk about that. And then I never do. Um, I don't know. I guess I can go to my Twitter 
and check out what I had been posting. Because what else are you going to do in a car? Um, I don't know. Let's say blah, blah, blah. It's just stupid pronoun people. You know, same old crap. Boring. Um, EA Sports will be removing John Gruden from Madden NFL 22 in the coming weeks. I don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> some Seattle firefighters left their boots in the steps of City Hall after being fired because of vaccine mandates. A lot of people are doing that, like, worldwide. Leaving their, like, robes or whatever, you know, their businesses. They leave on the, on the footsteps of something. Wherever they lived, which is sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why are we in a state of emergency? Today I was at ten I was t- today I was with tens of thousands of freedom loving Americans packed into a stadium. If we can do this, we can return to democratic norms and that was I believe in uh, I'm not sure. I think Texas, I'm not sure. No, Rhode Island? I don't know. It's just funny. You know, if this is if this whole thing was real, you would see consistency and people wouldn't be going to stadiums like this, whatever. It's just like it's just incredible to me that people can see that and not come to their senses and just be like, well, fuck this shit. I just, I want to live my life. I'm not going to live in fear anymore. And I think that's why people are being so irrational is that they're living in fear. And when you're in a state of fear that you're going to die or catch COVID or whatever, um, then you're obviously going to be irrational. You're not thinking clearly. You're easier to manipulate and control, which is why I'll, I'll, you know, this is being so successful. Um, I've heard like even on the AM station of like Prager, you know, Dennis Prager's station with Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza. I love all them. But I'm like, it might be, I don't know who has control over this, but I've heard commercials for like the vaccine and Pfizer and stuff. And I'm like, what? Even on AM radio on this, you know, Dennis Prager's thing? I, I have a feeling it's, it says, you know, it's like brought to you by the CDC.gov. So it might be some government thing. I don't know. I was just like, God, I've heard it on the mainstream radio too. They're like, uh, you know, there's some like, uh, Nashville music festival, like iHeart radio festival. Like, uh, I think it's as big as South by Southwest apparently. And it's, I think they're doing the whole Nazi passport crap. They're like, what was it? We can go back to being together. If you get the back, you know, just like this, such it's propaganda about like, we can come back together as people and hang out and be happy. If you get your vaccine, it's just like, ah, fuck off. It's everywhere. Anyway, I will say I've, I've been driving around town, you know, trying to take back roads to check out the area. And my God, their schools, like their high school stadium looks like a college stadium. Um, their high schools look like colleges. They're, they're obviously relatively new, but I mean, man, is it nice? Holy hell. They apparently, you know, take band and drum, uh, not drum, but a uh, marching band very seriously, very competitive out here. I thought that was awesome. I love, I love any area that is like has a big community of something being competitive. I think that, I don't know. I just love that it's creative. And, um, I like hearing that because competitiveness means people are working to their fullest potential. And that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> that people aren't like waiting for government hands out handouts. Um, I just saw this guy on Instagram being like, I'm walking from New York city to Texas to go down through, you know, Mexico and come up through the open border. So I don't have to uh, get a vaccine and live my life. But he also was like, so I can get free government housing. I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm like, well, shouldn't you just try to get a job? I don't know. It is funny though. Cause I'm like, I'm ha- I don't see why that couldn't work, you know, throw away your passport and be like, I'm a legal immigrant. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I- I'm curious. I'm, I feel like someone had to have done it by now, but, um, Oh, sounds like remains found in Florida park are those of Brian laundry laundry. FBI confirms, which this is on Twitter. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't even know who the hell Brian Laundrie is. Some political dude. 
or political people talk about him, so I, you know, I don't know. Photos of babies, you know, newborn babies in masks. I'm like, that is disgusting. Um, follow the science, right? Ugh, God. Cruelty. Oh, this is bananas. Um, this, this is what Brett Weinstein tweeted out. This paper passed, quote, peer review, end quote, and was then mysteriously removed from the web without notice to the authors. What is clear is that someone or something doesn't want it read and discussed in public. We've been censorship by making it backfire. So I'm clicking into the link, and it says... Oh, what the hell is this? I did a capture thing. Okay. Hold on. It's loading. It says, this is the report from Science Direct. It says, a report on myocarditis adverse events in the U.S. vaccine adverse events reporting system, VAERS, and associated with COVID-19 injectable biological products, uh, following the global rollout of administration of the Pfizer and Moderna, United States, in an, an unprecedented, in an unprecedented manner, hundreds of thousands of individuals reported adverse events using the vaccine adverse events report system. You know, it basically talks all about side effects, and that freaking paper got yanked. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious to me that they're not reporting on a single fucking side effect thing. Or like, even the deaths of, like, Colin Powell and people, they're like, oh, he died from COVID-19 complications. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you mean uh, injection complications? They're just lying about everything. They're not reporting on, like, a single honest damn thing. Um, it's ridiculous. It's so absurd. It should tell you everything. It just, I don't know, you know, it's just bizarre how people just, you know, I think if you tell them this, they'll be like, it's like a Thursday or... I'm like, you know, it's just very clear that you can't save everyone. Um, you can only do what you can do. Oh, apparently the Let's Go Brandon song got pulled from YouTube, which is, uh, yeah, literally, Let's Go Brandon, which means fuck Joe Biden. Oh, did I say that? Um, NBA player got blood clots from COVID vaccine that ends his season. NBA told him to keep it quiet. Um, this was, what's his name? Brandon Goodwin, an NBA player with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, he admitted that he got blood clots and he can't play anymore, you know? And they told him to be, shh, don't, you don't want to say that. Shh, ridiculous. I wonder why. Skunks are getting the COVID vaccine in a Florida zoo. Oh my God. Just, no, no, no. Anyway, that's all for now. God bless you guys. Um, remember to live in reality and to make human connections and um, don't comply. Um, stand in freedom no matter what. You know, we can, united we stand, divided we fall. It's, more, it's never been more true than now. I mean, it's always true, but believe in yourself. Um, prop other people up if you need to. I just can't enforce uh, or tell you, I can't tell you any more about uh, how to, you know, how important it is to talk to people when, when you can, um, whoever that is. And just remember to listen to and not be like, you're wrong or like, no, it's not true. Um, try to make it respectable respectful whatever if you can anyway god bless you guys thank you so much for listening if you want to support my podcast you can do that through paypal which is paypal.me forward slash distorted lens i'd greatly appreciate it a dollar five dollars ten hundred thousand million whatever whatever you can do really helps support my podcast um genuinely appreciate it because this is my passion in life and i'll, I'll get back to the interviews and being more focused once we settle in more with the home stuff because it's just been absolute chaos lately like insane um, and you can also be, you know, become a monthly supporter for my podcast at subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. And yeah, um, also I almost ended it there, but you can also review my podcast on Apple podcasts. 
Um, I'd greatly appreciate that. Give five stars uh, and also leave a written review because it helps with the algorithm of people finding my podcast. And yeah, um, I think I should be able to post this to YouTube now. I think it's been two weeks. I just thought about that because I've been banned because of the whole... No, wait, no, wait. I, I'm like, I can't even post stuff to YouTube anymore because all I talk about is the vaccine stuff, Ugh, which I'm fine with, whatever. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Um, take it easy. Um, God bless again. Bye-bye.